What's up, everybody? Welcome to Monthly Mileage Talks. I'm your host, Les Runs. Welcome to the first ever episode. On today's episode, we have Jacob Elijah, aka Mr. Everything I'm Not, Made Me Everything That I Am. Tune in as he shares his story on running 454 miles last June. All right, let's roll, man. So, welcome to Monthly Mileage Talks. This is uh, Les, your host, and I'll let him introduce himself. Go for it, bro. Yeah, my name is uh, Jacob. Uh, you may know me as Everything I'm Not, Made Me Everything I Am. It's my IG handle. I know it's long, maybe a little complicated, but um, this is me. Hopefully, if you've been following me, you know um, I'm a fairly new but pretty heavily involved runner um again i've only been running for maybe uh two or three years um so it's been quite uh you know an initial experience into the sport um a crazy journey so far um very excited i fell in love with running and uh as you can imagine i mean i'm very passionate about it now uh, i run every day um and uh, it's something that I, I thoroughly enjoy doing so if you follow me, you, you probably already know that. Um, that's a little bit about me. Les, I'll hand it over to you. Uh, and feel free to take it over, man. All right. So I'm going to address him by Jacob because his IG name, if I call him his IG name this whole entire talk, yeah, I, I might lose it. Uh, <laughs> so um, hometown, where are you from? Uh, me, that's a, a bit of a complicated question. I am a military brat. So I was born in San Diego, California. When I was two, two and a half, uh, we relocated to Japan. I spent three years overseas in Japan. When I was five, we moved to back to the U.S., uh, where I mostly grew up in Houston, Texas. Um, so I kind of been around a little bit, but uh, I have you know Cali blood, raised in Texas, Southern hospitality, you name it. That's that's me. Um, and uh, spent some time in the Midwest, currently live in New York City, but I'm relocated into Florida uh, with, you know, the current climate right now, spending time with my family in Florida. Um, so, yeah, where I'm from, basically all over. But, uh, yeah, hometown, I would probably call uh, Houston, Texas. Dope, dope. I haven't been to Houston yet. I think I got to pay a visit. All right, so let's get straight to it, because I think a lot of people are tuned in. They want to hear about... So 454 miles, we're going to hear a little bit about the goals, the mindset, the nutrition, 454 miles. Yeah, man. So how did this happen? What, what happened there? What, where, did, where did we even get this number from? Well, so I believe in a very fluid concept of goals, right? Um, obviously, you would really want to set as realistic as possible, um, you know, whatever goals you're trying to hit. Uh, so the original number was 400 miles in 30 days. That is what we were joking about. That's what you had commented on. And you said, you know what, could you do 400? And prior to 400, I was maybe putting up, you know, three, 300 miles. Uh, gradually, I would increase by the month, maybe 320, 325 to 350. And then you had, you know, jokingly said could you hit 400 
Um, and so once that little nugget, that idea was placed into my head, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't forget it. Um, so the next month after that, you know what I said, let's try to hit it. Let's see if I could do it. So what started out as trying to just hit 400 miles in 30 days um, kind of evolved and the ball kept rolling. And I said, you know what, I might be able to hit a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Um, so it's very much a fluid concept. And uh, my original thought process was to front load as many miles as I could in the beginning of the month, because I knew I'd probably more than likely lose steam and I wouldn't be able to keep that trend. So initially, I think my first week, I wrapped up like 108 miles. So I said, okay, you know what? I can gradually maybe take like an easy run. Um, don't run as heavily or as hard or put in as many miles one day, kind of rest and then, you know, recover and then do a big long run. Initially, that was my thought process. Um, and then I saw a comment um, from, you know, one of the Adidas runners and she had said, could I keep this up? Is 108 miles a week going to be the trend? And as soon as I saw that comment, I, I thought, you know what? I might be able to do next week, 108. Um, and the week after, maybe I could do 108. So um, slowly but surely, the mileage would increase. And I was like, it was no longer about 400. It was about going beyond it. Um, and then the next goal was maybe trying to hit, you know, 410, 420. Um, and somewhere along the way, to make a long story short, I had the idea of doing a half marathon at minimum a day. And then Wait, that would make- Say that louder, because I don't think people are processing. <laughs> you, what, what was the minimum for the day? A half marathon minimum. <laughs> so, but in my mind, even, even so running a, a half marathon 13.1 wasn't enough. I needed to do 13.25, right? I needed to do the little extra you know, less than a quarter of a mile extra to know that I just, I just went, I pushed it a little bit more. So when I say a half marathon at minimum, I really mean in my mind, it was 13.25 20, miles. Um, and so I think that probably was going into week two. I figured, you know what, if I can basically pace out at 13 plus miles a day, half marathon at minimum, I'll hit above 400. Um, and then again, it just kind of escalated from there. And some days I felt really, really good. Um, and I'd do a 20 miler. I did my first ever 20 miler solo run um, this month, which was bizarre. I was just feeling really good that day. Um, and as you can see, if I'm going past the minimums, those miles add up. And so every day was uh, more or less a new challenge to go a little bit more than 400 and then a little bit more than what it was the day before and a little bit more than the day was before. And then um, I really just wanted to keep that trend of doing a minimum of a, of a half marathon a day. <laughs> yeah, the, the comments are insane right now. I'm going to get to all these questions. We're addressing everything right now. Um, I just want to segue into the mindset. How does one, how does a human being wake up every day like how does how how does it work in your mind because in my mind it's i don't i can't even process like it hurts thinking about it right now so i'm gonna let you talk about the mindset 
your yes. uh, whatever it is that you want to share about your mindset to running 454 <laughs> miles and just running at least a half a day. Yeah. So again, like it, it was a, a daily routine that I had built up already. So as I you know, previously said, I would do 300 plus miles a month um, and it would gradually increase per month uh, since the beginning of this year. So I had already built a foundation of, um, you know, running every day. Uh, I would at least try to do uh, eight miles minimum to start off, to, excuse me, to start off the year. Um, and then I would slowly but surely just increase my mileage. Um, so by the time I started this challenge, I was already doing maybe 10 plus miles a day. So, you know, it also was, you know, someone said to me, like when I accepted the challenge and I started to tell a few people, a select few, like I'm on a mission of 400. Do you think I could do it? Like just trying to get some words of encouragement and things like that. So people already knew that I was running 10 plus miles a day. And the common theme um, tended to be, well, what's an extra two miles? You know, like what's an extra mile and a half? <laughs> so you, you know, yeah. Like what, what's the big deal? You, you do that, you do 10 miles a day on a day, daily basis. What's an extra, you know, ha like half a mile or an extra mile a day? And so that that little, you know, piece of not advice really, but more of a realization that, you know what, that is true. Like if I'm already doing 10, 11, 12 miles, if I do, you know, an extra mile, even if I jog it in my mind, even if I'm like out of gas and I just finish it, I can, I maybe can do it. Um, and so the thought process was, okay, I just need to push myself a little bit more than what I've been doing previously. And then as soon as I hit my first run, I, I think I did maybe like a 15 miler. And I thought to myself, you know what? Like, it's not that bad. Like I, I actually, I'm kind of used to the heavy mileage. I'm just continuing to push myself a little more and a little more. So I almost approached it on a daily basis. And I really did go off a of feel uh, for the most part. Like I knew, I knew I needed to hit a certain mileage, um, you know, consistently, at least by the end of the month to hit 400. Um, but as soon as like the day prior, as soon as I'm out running and I realized that I could hit a certain point, then I went full steam ahead to that point. And then the next day I woke up, I didn't really think about what I had ran previously, but I, in my mind, I kind of already knew, hey, you just ran 13, you know, 0.25 miles or 15 miles, you just did it. You could do it again. That was it. As soon as I knew that my body could handle it, that my mind could handle it, um, and that my threshold wasn't even really being pushed yet, that I could continue to do it every day consistently. Um, and that's it. That's all it took. As soon as I realized Right. At first, maybe I had my doubts, right? I wasn't sure. I was asking people for advice, trying to get some reassurance that maybe I could do it. Anything that anyone could give me. for some new legs, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now, yeah, that's definitely, I just need, I need a massage. I need a whole bunch of pool and beach days. I just need to chill. I need new legs, basically, is what I need. Um, but yeah, as good questions covered it. I promise I will get to all these questions. Yeah, it's a really good one. Um... But yeah, what again, that's like really me when your mind says no, you're, you're, no, you're bugging. What are you doing, Les? No. Mm -hmm. So what happened on, I guess, 
the better question is take us through the daily routine when it comes to like for example this morning how does that look like mentally physically preparation yeah so the the biggest challenge in all honesty was the heat um so i i mentioned that i grew up kind of all over the place but i live in new york city um now i'm relocated into florida since the beginning of march so i had to i had to really adapt and become accustomed to running in 100% humidity and you know when it's 75 degrees outside at 6 a.m. that's one thing i really had to become accustomed to so in march and april um leading up to june i really kind of had already adapted somewhat of a baseline into running in this type of atmosphere um so my morning routine uh i knew no matter what i needed to get out and at least start my workout before the sun even came up i knew like I, that's just a given i had to do it uh, otherwise if i was 5 minutes late you know getting out at 6:30 i would i would hate it later i knew it i could at least get a mile in or you know 2 miles in no matter depending on how early i could get up and out but my daily routine would usually be about waking up around 5 a.m. maybe 4:30 um I would wake up, you know, uh, my earliest would be 4:30 and then I would get up, brush my teeth, you know, like just get loose, you know, get my my massage gun and go ahead and go hard on the legs trying to wake up my body. Um and that's it. I would go out and run. As soon as my body was awake, um and I felt good and I and I I felt comfortable to go out, then I would go out and I usually would try to go out before the sun comes up. Um and down here that's at 6:30, 6:20. Wow. <laughs> Insane. Which, so, um let's uh, this is something that well, uh, one more thing is um it's kind of a bad habit, but I actually would not uh eat breakfast either before I would run, which is one of the bizarre things. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't what? Know, a lot of people <laughs> may may not have may not know that. Yeah, you but you need to eat though. I'm not I'm not advocating for not eating, trust me. Um so, but uh I am a, a vegetarian also which is some, sometimes surprising to some people. Um I'm a vegetarian and I just okay. by habit uh I intermittent fast. I do a, a intermittent fasting. So I don't I don't eat until after my workout. So after uh usually about 12 maybe 14. How many hours? Um, so yeah, so usually I, I would like carbo low the night before this and then you don't eat. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So that, like that's that's one of the things in nutrition before. Wow. Um Oh boy. All right. So before we get into uh nutrition uh with the mindset things for the 454 miles, what day did your mind say no? Like mm. it's not happening. Like what morning was it like no? Um that was probably the first day that when my body was kind of uh fighting back a little bit was probably going into week 2. Um and the way that I would approach it is mentally I already knew that I could take the mileage and I could take the pace and I could take the workout. Mentally I knew that because I did it before I could do it again. But my body would, you know, like if you want to imagine it like a car my body had its foot all the way so down the brake so you're a car <laughs> no well my body had their my body had the foot on the brakes and my mind 
had my like my foot on the gas so i'm like battling between my mind what my mind wants and what my body is telling me to do um but with that being said more often than not i would go off of feel anyway so the 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 mindset of like my body telling me no or resenting me going out for the run was normally in the beginning of the workout um so in a way that's like my warm-up period my first two three maybe four miles my body is telling me no as soon as i hit that threshold then i can overcome that uh you know that hurdle then going into mile five my body is now like okay maybe you can take it a little bit and my mind would overcome my body and at that point i would already be into my mid mid run and then it was like downhill i just had to finish um, but if you, if you were to, to see some of my times would not fluctuate that heavily, um, I think I, I would be pacing out at about eight minutes to eight thirty. usually would, is what I would run. No matter what the mileage was, it would be within that, that pace, you know, um, eight minutes to eight, eight thirty. Um, some days though, you would see that I would pace out at about eight forty five maybe 850 and on those days that's when, when my body was telling me no and my mind was pushing me through to finish the workout um but it was one of those things where as soon as i knew that i just had to overcome that hurdle and my mind was more powerful than my body um that was it then the a, a switch would turn on mid-run and then i knew that i can continue to go got it got it all right, so let's jump into nutrition. Um, a lot of people asked a lot of great questions. We'll get to those um, in a sec. Nutrition, what does nutrition look like? You basically told us you're a vegetarian. Talk us through nutrition for 454 miles. Um, so uh, carbs is like a big, a big thing. I mean, I would have like pasta for dinner every night. Um, if not, I would have like a veggie burger or a veggie hot dog, you know, with potatoes and a whole lot of greens and something that's really heavy set for dinner. That way, when I woke up um, and I wouldn't necessarily eat pre-workout, I would have something in my tank that could fuel me for the run. Um, uh, sometimes or towards the, the middle to the end of, my, of the month, I really started to utilize uh, like energy gels and the running gels. Um, so Morton is my preferred gel. I would usually use those um, during my run. I would at least have one uh, at the halfway point. I'd go ahead and take that and then have a little bit of, a f of fuel and energy to finish my workouts. Um, but for me, I I'm a, kind of a creature of habit. So I do normally make like a breakfast sandwich, an egg sandwich. I would have three or four eggs a day. Uh, you know, a whole lot of spinach. Um, Post-workout, I usually have like an apple and a banana and a protein smoothie. Uh, you know, again, vegetarian or, or vegan protein. Um, strawberries, bananas, you know, things like that. Uh, a lot of fruit that has, would have a lot of sugar as well. Um, so aside from, you know, natural fruit, vegetables, protein shakes, egg sandwich, pasta, bread, things that I would carbo-load on. Um, that's basically was my nutrition. Um, and I know that you had an interesting comment uh, or a question asking how many cookies would I eat on a daily basis? Yeah, um, so, someone asked about the Publix cookies. How many do you consume? Yeah. You guys have that down in Florida, right? So, yeah, yeah, we do. 
Um, so just me, I, I prefer to bake my own, you know, or bake and cook by myself or, or my food. So, um, uh, yeah, I would actually bake a, a lot now, given the time that we have uh, at home. And my cookie jar was always full, but for dinner, I would always I would always do about three to four chocolate chip cookies and maybe a bowl of ice cream uh, to wrap it up. And so, like, <laughs> I, I would I would definitely treat myself, um, especially given what I was doing and how heavily I was running. Um, I definitely felt like a little bit of a reward or an indulgent wasn't the worst of things to do. Um, so yeah, cookies and ice cream was definitely for dessert, uh, on a daily basis. And you still, and so, so if I was doing that, I don't think this 454 would have happened. I think I would have, I would have leveled out at like 50 <laughs> cookies and ice cream yeah. for recovery. Um, do you think your nutrition process helped you get to the 454 or do you feel like, all right, if I do this again, I need to stop the high sugar fruits or maybe I need to stop the gel and switch to coconut water or mm. something like that, you know? I mean, I feel great aside from, you know, just my body have gone through the mileage in terms of nutrition and, and energy. I've been a vegetarian for uh, a few years now. So I kind of understand my body and what it needs and the fuel that it needs to, um, you know, just to, to even in my daily life, not aside from running, the things that I need, I know, um, you know, what works best for me. Um, so if I had to, let's say, go back and do it over, I would maybe, you know, try to eat a little bit earlier. Like I actually would prefer to have done uh, like pre-workout meals or a small breakfast or something to have, um, you know, fuel in my tank prior to the runs. But it was already, I'm, again, like I said, I'm a creature of habit. So if I'm intermittent fasting on a daily basis outside of the challenge, then I didn't want to mess up my routine because I didn't want that to affect how I was running or how I was working out. Um, but personally, me having, you know, grew up in Texas and barbecue, seafood, you name it, like that is at my core um, what usually fuels me growing up. Uh, now being a vegetarian, I feel much lighter I feel much healthier. Um, it's definitely uh, something and a lifestyle that I've grown accustomed to and have adapted to. So for me personally, um, cutting off red meat, cutting off seafood, um, and just being a vegetarian and, and, you know, a lot of vegetables and a lot of fruit, um, aside from me cooking my own food, really, um, has worked out for me uh, for the better, to be honest. And so it's just something that you would have to find for yourself uh, in all areas, really. But yeah, being a vegetarian and how I would get my daily nutrition and fuel it was something that i had already been accustomed to and built like a, a program for myself cool. so let's get to some questions i'm going to ask some things people sent before then i'll ask some things that people typed in as we were speaking um someone asked how long for a rookie to be marathon ready at 10 miles a day. So can you actually share with people, um, have you run a marathon before? Nope. <laughs> nope. that was the funniest thing people would find. So you've never run a marathon? No, I've never, no. The, the, longest, the longest run I've ever done in a group or by myself has been a, a 20 miles. That's the farthest I've ever gone in a single workout. Um, 
and that's it. I've never actually raced in a marathon. Um, up until now, really the only races I've ever done have been half marathons in terms of distance, a couple mm -hmm. 5Ks and some, some one milers or two milers. Um, but the most mileage I've ever put in a single run has been 20 miles, one with a group and a couple by myself. So, so I couldn't even answer that question if I wanted to. I, I'm not, I don't even know if I'm marathon ready. I don't know. Are you going to run a marathon this year? So I was scheduled to do um, the Paris full marathon in April uh, before it was canceled. So that was on my radar for this year, for 2020. And the goal that I set out to do was to run uh, and complete a full marathon. Um, but again, it was canceled. So that's an opportunity that I didn't really have early on this year. Um, with the races being canceled now, however, and things going more the virtual route, uh, I would love to do a virtual full marathon. And uh, I think now sure you could, I'm sure you could do one well, like right, like right, right after this if you really want. I mean, tomorrow, maybe tomorrow's workout. Tune in for tomorrow's workout. <laughs> no, don't go run a marathon tomorrow because you get injured. I'm not living with that conscious. Yeah, I don't you're right. That you're right. right. All no, right. I definitely. I definitely have a plan to try to do a full marathon, um, you know, sometime in the fall. All right. What else are some things people ask? Someone asked, how did he build up to get to that mileage level? I think you touched on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so how did, like, basically, how did May look mileage-wise? How did April yeah, so look, March? I I do know if I work backwards, I think in in April, I had did 350, my 350 miles. The month before, mm -hmm. I had did 325, maybe 320. The month before that, maybe 300. So you can see that slowly but surely, I would add, um, you know, an extra 20 or 25 miles per month. Um, but it, that wasn't really never a, a mindset of mine. My daily routine at the start of this year was to just go out and try to do eight miles. Um, and, you know, being back in New York City, I had a nice route um, on the west side uh, along the Hudson River Parkway. And I would just do a straight shot four miles down, four miles back. Um, every now and then I would do five miles down, five miles back. Um, but it's, uh, it's definitely, if you want to call it a marathon, that's what it is. You know, it's part of the process. It, it's something I didn't wake up one day and just decide to do from zero to 454 miles. Um, it was something that you can see that I gradually built up to uh, this year even. Okay. But it really has been a long process given that I'm a fairly newer runner. It's been a two or three year process to get to this point. There's no way. Um, I could walk, maybe walk a mile, but I couldn't jog one or run one, um, much less do three miles or five miles. But, you know, in a two or three year span of training, um, that's how I'm able to get to where I'm at, where I'm at now. And that's really what anyone would uh, really be able to do as well. Got it. Got it. Someone asked, were you a runner growing up? No. So I was actually a, um, a football player. I played American football, um, especially in the state of Texas. Uh, football is the primary sport. Um, so it would be surprising for a lot of people to realize that 
um, I was probably two or three times bigger than I am now. I think. Wait, what? When I, <laughs> yeah. When I, I played a little bit um, in college, I played college football. Um, I think the heaviest I ever got was about 235, maybe 240. Okay. And I think right now I probably stand at about 160, maybe 155. So that's a lot of weight that I had put on and put off from, you know, a handful of years. But no, I, I, like I said, there was a day when I thought I could never run a mile. Like I actually remember when I was in high school, after our, after our games on Friday nights, Saturdays, we would have to go and do, um, you know, like a warm up lap, do a little mini workout, and then we would watch film. But when we would do our runs, uh, we had to run a mile. I would lie to the coach and say that I ran four laps when I really only did one. Like that, that, that's the kind of runner that I was uh, in high school. I, was, I wasn't one. Um, and then again, like I fell in love with the sport a couple years ago and then that was it. I just have been diving in head first ever since. And uh, yeah, but I know I was growing up, I was a football player, a bulky football player. I was never a runner. <laughs> Someone asked, how many tour days did you have to do to get to uh, uh, 454? How many, how many what? How many, how many tour day runs did you do? Two a day, twice a day uh, to get to 454 in a day, five times, times six oh. times. What was no, I, I was very, I didn't want to cheat the system. So I was very adamant about running once in the morning and that's it. Like I didn't want to run, you know, go out and run two miles and then at lunch run five miles and at dinner run 10 miles. Like I felt right. like that was maybe um, not staying true to the challenge because it was what we made it. But I felt as if I needed to at least do, I had to only do one workout. I couldn't do more than one. And I think when I, when I posted, um, I actually have 32 runs uh, to get to 454. And uh, that was only because both times my watch had ran out of battery. And so I had to like go on my phone. And then like as soon as I was nearing the end of my run, I'd do a loop around the apartment and grab my phone, turn it on, and then run the extra, you know, quarter of a mile that I had to go. Um, I needed to be consistent. I needed to get it all out in the morning and do one run, and that's it. And I was very adamant and, and tried to stay true to that uh, last month. Cool. Somebody says, share with us, uh, they saw you ran back-to-back 20-milers. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, all, like? <laughs> in all honesty. So back-to-back 20-milers, meaning yesterday you ran 20 and today you ran 20. Let me process that right. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> I think one of the interesting and most fun experiences that I'm going through right now is as a fairly newer runner, everything that I do this day on and even previously, I'm hitting milestones, right? Like this is the first I've ever done this. This is the first I've ever ran 20 miles. This is the first I've ever consistently ran a half marathon. There are a lot of firsts for me. Um, and so the the mindset behind the twenty was I did it the first time and enthusiastic that I went out and 
tried to do it the next day and then ended up finishing that mileage. So it was one of those things again where I knew that my body could take it. And so I did it again. Is uh, when I hit the 20 miler on day one, that was the longest run I've ever done solo by myself. Um, on top of that, I think if I look at my stats, I was probably running the best half marathon pace I've ever ran uh, thus far. And my average pace was a lot better than I've ever done in a while. So I was hitting in one single run, a 20 miler, I was hitting so many uh, wins, personal wins um, and personal bests uh, that I was so enthusiastic. Um, the next day I went out and just wanted to do it again. Um, but one of the biggest things uh, that I want to share is that I didn't really have an idea of what I was going to run every day. I knew at minimum, just by average, I knew that I would at least have to do a half marathon a day or some you know, variation of running X amount of miles in week, week one, X amount of miles in week two, et cetera. So every day I would wake up and I would not decide how long I would go, but as soon as I started to run, I started to see, okay, maybe I can hit 13 miles. Maybe I can hit 15 or 16 or try to shoot for 20. Um, and so this day one, 20 miler, I just had a lot more in my tank or not a lot, but I had some left in my tank <laughs> as I was closing a 15 miler or maybe a 16 miler. And I decided to loop back around and continue my run until I couldn't run anymore. And you know what I said, maybe 20 miles would be my, my, my point that I would just stop or like, I would say it's enough because I didn't want to overdo it. Um, and that's it. The next day I woke up and I figured, you know what, just go out and do 13 and see how you feel. Um, and then I had already still had a lot of the leftover feelings from the day prior that I was like, you know what, go ahead and shoot for 20 again. Um, and I, and then I ran another 20, 20 miles. <laughs> I don't think I've yet to do anything back to back 20s. Um, but yeah, so let me get to, I think I remember two more things that people ask. Um, someone asked, oh, what was your favorite aspect of crushing 454 miles? What was the favorite part? The end? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah, the, the end was a very gratifying feeling. But I've already hit on this before, is that everything that I'm doing now is still new to me. So all of these milestones that I'm hitting are just their first, they're the very first time I'm, I've ever done it. Um, so the most, you know, gratifying thing was to realize that I could and then continue to hit it and cross that finish line. So I actually, I hit 400 miles in on day 26. I hit 400 miles on Friday. Insane. And so it was one of those things where, you know, I didn't set out to do it on day 26 or day 25 or day 27. I just needed to hit it and I needed to hit it before the month ends. Um, and for me to actually hit that mile 400 on, you know, uh, mile 15 or, or whatever it was on Friday, that was like the best thing that I have ever felt in a very long time. Like just so a satisfying reward for completing a challenge. Um, but I didn't want to stop there. I wanted to keep going and then uh, continue, you know, the half mile a day, uh, let's say personal challenge. 
half-mile half a day. Um, someone asked, do you use your massage gun pre-run? Oh, I do pre-run and post-run. And when I'm just chilling on the couch watching TV or, you know, what have you, I'll get it out and I'll just go to work on my legs. Um, it's, I mean, it's great. Like, the more I use it, the better my legs re-energize, the better my legs feel. Um, and so, yeah, I use it mostly pre-run, and as right after post-run, I'll go ahead and, and, and hit the massage gun on my legs, too. <laughs> All right, so Khalil, Khalil's crazy. He's another one. All right. Um, so we spoke about mindset, nutrition. Um, I think you touched upon recovery and a few things. Um just to switch it up a little bit, um, I'm going to put 60 seconds on, and we are going to do something called this or that, and it's just going to be this or that, running-based uh, questions. So let me put this timer on. Ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. 5K or 10K? 5K. Half marathon or marathon? Half marathon. Pizza or taco? Breakfast tacos. Solo or group? Group. Summer running or winter running? Mm, summer. Flat course or hilly course? Flat. Music or no music? Music. Shorts or tights? Tights. Tank top or just a regular shirt? No shirt. <laughs> Trails or the road? Road. Road. Trails or the road? Adia. The road. Cookies. Um, <laughs> all right. I think my timer went off. There all you right. Go. Um, to close it up, you need to just basically, the next segment is just um, finish these statements. Um, if I didn't run, I dot, 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 fill in the book. Would be playing football. I can't run without dot, dot, dot. Music. I run, therefore I... Am? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cliche. I mean, um, I run, I run until I can't run anymore. Okay. All right. So uh, we're getting towards the end of this talk. Um, thank you to everybody that viewed or watched or jumped in. If you basically had something you wanted to ask that I forgot to ask, let me know. Just type it in the comments. Um. What is the next big running goal? What's what's next? This is July first. You I ran have. already today. I saw you ran earlier. Yeah. So what's the next I'm, big running goal? Well, I think I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Um, right now, honestly, my mindset is that and recover, and then I'm off to the next challenge, whatever that may be. Um, so as you so no see, challenges in July. As of right now, that that have come across my way, no. Um, but uh, 
I think personally, I would love to do a virtual marathon um, sometime in the fall. Um, I think it, it actually timing worked out almost perfectly because of this weather. I don't think I could ever do a mile mileage challenge right now in July in Florida. There's no way. Like there's just no way. You I was, just did I was, this in June. June was yeah, but now. So I, I got lucky, and at the tail end, at the tail end this last week, maybe week and a half is when it hit above 100 degrees, or when it was 80 degrees outside at 6 a.m. Just this last week, before maybe 70, 75, and then it spiked towards the end of the month. So I kind of got lucky that way, but now there's no way I'm going to go out and try to do uh, what I did last month when it's 100 degrees outside at 6 a.m. There's just no way. Cool. Um, cool. So, someone, Steph, wrote, just wake up at 3. <laughs> it's so, still 100 degrees outside. I think earlier she had mentioned she wants you to run a marathon a day. That should be the next challenge. <laughs> so, that has come across. That idea is not the first one that has come across my way after completing this. I don't agree. <laughs> I would need, don't do it. I would need to run that uh, marathon first period just to do yes. it once i would need to do that mileage once um and then we could talk about maybe doing it consistently for a month but i would have to be in really great shape the weather would have to be perfect um and i would need the perfect route to do it uh consistently all right uh, thanks so i don't skip over anyone uh lauren said humidity or altitude I think just because I'm accustomed to it, humidity. <laughs> You're crazy. But salute to you. Someone said, well, heat or cold? Heat or cold? Yeah. Uh, cold. Okay. All right. Uh, rain or snow? Snow. <laughs> Beer run or milk run? <laughs> Beer. <laughs> treadmill or outdoors outdoors all right and then i know you've never run a marathon would you do new york city marathon or the boston marathon well which one would you do first uh by the I calendar by the I calendar which one goes first it's boston right um yes boston. yeah that's it boston i get that that one out of the way for sure if i could do both i do both no hesitation Dope, dope, dope. Is there, do you have any mantras, um, any quotes that you want to leave with people? I know your quote or your hashtag is stay for the stories um, that you want to leave with uh, anybody that's new to running, any advice you want to give to any newbies or people that they literally just started running. They don't, they heard 454 miles and they're like, Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I have a few, to be honest. So if we have a little extra time and, and y'all want to stay tuned, I think this would be a great, um, a, a great way to end end the talk. Um, okay. But for for new runners, uh, because I honestly would put myself in that boat um, as a new runner. So as a new runner, I would say uh, trust the process. As cliche as that may be you surround yourself with the people that you follow those coaches like listen to them because they they 
naturally have a little bit more experience um, if they've been in the game longer than you have. So definitely utilize those assets um, and the people around you and listen to them to, uh, to start your process and build a foundation and to grow. Um, that's basically how, for any new runner, especially myself, I'm still taking advice. I'm still listening to other people um, who have been in the game much longer than I have. So um, definitely trust the process and understand that it's not an overnight thing. Like this is not something that I did from day one to day two, run 450 plus miles. Like it took me a couple of years to get this way. Um, and again, there was a day when I thought of running a mile was impossible. Um, and I did what I just did, uh, you know, to close out last month. So for new runners, that will be my advice. Um, one of my main mottos or mantras or beliefs is uh just to know that i can or that i'm capable um like i think personally and for everybody really you're much more powerful um and you have the ability to do crazy things that you never thought were you could have ever done um in my mind as soon as i have an idea of something that i want to do or a goal that i want to achieve i don't stop until i hit it I don't stop until I achieve it. And if the goal was to run 400 miles in 30 days, then I'll be damn sure I'm going to run 454 miles in 30 days. So it's not, that, it's not just hitting that goal. It's crushing it. Uh, I'll steal that from you. All right. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I feel. Um, I have yet to run 454 miles in a month. Um, I don't plan on doing that anytime soon because I'm off all summer and the last thing I'm going to get injured. Um, but thank you. Thank you to everybody that came and you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, just the last thing someone asked, I think you answered this earlier, but favorite place to run? New York City. Beautiful. Do you have by a favorite far. group? By far. Yeah, by far. Do you There's have a something group? Tr truly magical about getting lost in New York City. Dope, like dope. to run and to have no end game, no end goal, just to run in New York City is uh, there's something truly special and magical about doing that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking the um, for people that are still here with us. This is literally a joke. Um, I basically said on June 1st. Just run, run 400 as a joke. And um, I had said I would match him a couple of times, which I did. So I yep. kept my word. I said I would match. Whatever he ran, I said I would run. But um, thank some you. Day, some days, I, won't, I want people to know, some days you ran more than me. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Um, those are the days when I'm feeling... Like you know, I feel like showing off a little bit, but I'm, you're you're different, and um, I'm glad you were able to do this injury free. Um, we don't know what his challenge for July is, so stay tuned because right now he's said he is on rest and recovery mode. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. So for those asking what my next challenge should be, I would say make a suggestion. Go ahead and hit, hit <laughs> they less. Did. They said the marathon today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so July is already like July is done. We we missed the moment for July because I would have needed to start it today. Right. So uh, if you have any plans for next month, 
let let me recover. Let me uh, relax a little October, bit. August. I'll think yeah. of some things for August. Yeah. <laughs> I rest for 10 miles as a day off. <laughs> um, I'll think of something. But my challenge for you this month, which I'll match this, run a solo marathon and I'll match it. <laughs> that's, my, that's my challenge. Done. You know what? Run I, a solo I, and I'll match it. I'll do that. Okay. Stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned for this month. Solo marathons coming your way. <laughs> um, someone said, "What are your?" <laughs> the day is not over yet. <laughs> someone said, "Plan for your marathon out the country." Uh, I think what's going on in October, November. If you have anything out the country for your first official marathon, I don't know. You don't know. Um, I, I thought Paris might be there. I think Rio, a couple places, but um, that's TBD, right? To be determined, right? Yeah. So anybody that's still here with us, thank you for tuning in. This is the official first monthly Mileage Talks. Um, stay tuned. I don't know who's going to be next, but trust me, it doesn't have to be someone that runs 454 <laughs> miles. I might get a new runner on here next month. I might get you go. anybody. You never know. So uh, stay tuned. Thanks for checking in. Um, <laughs> some our right, last question. Someone said, "What's your where's where's your favorite borough or to, or favorite place?" Um, uh, Soho. Soho area. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. It's been love, Jacob. Thank you again. Um, if you want to follow Jacob, um, I pinned his IG below. Um, when he literally says stay for the stories, just check out his stories. That's it. That's all I have to say. You'll see his whole process for today. He ran 10 miles today. Go to his story and watch it. It's, it's a visual movie, basically. Um, <laughs> that's about it. Thank you yeah. for tuning in. Appreciate all the questions, comments, likes, all that good stuff. Yeah, thank for you, sure. Jacob, no, thank you, Jacob. No, thank you. I want to say uh, just thank you to everyone who supported me in this challenge. Um, people that followed you, people that followed me, people that are tuning in. Um, I really appreciate it. And if there's anything that we missed, uh, you know, shoot me a message. I'm, I'm more than happy to answer or, or just to have that yes. conversation. I know less is as well. So, um, you know, even if you want to see us again, I'll be down to do another talk with you guys. Um, so let us know. Um, and yeah, definitely open. And again, I really appreciate the support. The next challenge, stay tuned. Uh, definitely will run a marathon sometime this month. Hound is here now, and I'm going to do it, so I'm going to do it. Um, but yeah, again, I appreciate it. Thank you all for taking the time, and uh, we're going to sign off. All right, guys, peace. <laughs> all right, Joe. All right, bro.